All right, everybody, we are back. So, yeah, this is Anna, by the way. <laughs> Probably you should open the episode of Hess so you know who the hell your hostess is. But, yeah, so we are back. Thank you for putting up with the quickie that I posted on Monday. Um, yeah, I yeah, I just had no creative juices flowing. And I'm going to tell you what, it, whew, this weekend has been rough. Um, this week, uh, it, last day or so, has been pretty rough. Um, I'm at a point where I literally have to get a job at, like, basically a week. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm definitely feeling quite stressed. Uh, got pretty darn suicidal on a month, Sunday night. Monday, I was pretty darn suicidal. I'm definitely feeling quite a bit better now. Um, but yeah, it, mon Sunday night to, and through Monday, most of Monday, quite suicidal. Um, it genuinely was hard for me. Like, there were points when I was just about ready to self-harm. Like, I was doing everything I could to prevent that. Um, just because, like, how, um, like, I don't know, it's just hard for me. Um, first off, you know, I don't really have that great of a resume. Don't really have, oh gosh, I might have, like, two references. Only one of them... You know, it is really all, like, and none of them are even that great of references. Um, like, I literally have no bosses for references. Like, all of my places I previously worked, I can't select as, I, can't, I cannot allow them to contact. One of them just is completely shut down. The other two, the other one, none of the management who was there when I worked are there anymore. And then the other one, well, um, me and the boss never got along. So, like, so, yeah, you know, I have all those resume problems. Um, I've not been in the workforce for about six months now. Um, so, yeah, that's fun. And, I, and you know, and it, honestly, it's just made us scary. Like, I am genuinely kind of scared of getting back into the workforce now. Just because it's been so damn long. Like, it, it, it's pretty, it's actually genuinely... Something that's really helping me kind of drag my feet. Plus, there's all my physical problems. Like, I have so many. Um, and, like, I have worked, like, full-time before. Like, none of them were officially full-time, but, like, they were full-time hours. Like, most of my working career, I've pretty much, like, the vast majority. I've worked at, like, I don't know, 32-plus hours a week. Many of those times were 40-plus. A good chunk of O's. It's like, I mean, it, 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 like, it's just something I honestly am not physically capable of doing. Literally, after just a few months, I get so wiped out from it that, like, yeah, like, I am almost unresponsive. Like, <laughs> just ask my parents. Like, I was not, like, I was doing nothing. Like, literally nothing. I, I couldn't bring myself to do anything productive. For, like, at least two months after each, like, after, like, you know, months of doing that straight. You know, like, I'd go, like, very rarely did I ever do it, like, for more than just a few months in a row. Like, like when it, my very first job was at a Christian bookstore called Lifeway. Um, and, like, there was never a point. And I, if you generally, for, like, several months straight, would have me work 30-plus hours a week. Then maybe for like a month or two, I would kind of do like about 20 hours or so, you know, 20, 24 hours or so. Then I go back to about three, four months of 
30 plus hours a week. Because like since I wasn't technically full time, they couldn't always have me doing 30 plus, but they generally, you know, did it as much as they could just because, well, the boss loved me. Mainly because she didn't know I was trans. You know, though she did kind of get a little bit annoyed because I am a very slow processor. And that's another thing that's hard is that so many of these jobs require, you know, like, first off, like, I hate repetition. Like, that is, so it's hard. I hate repetition. Like, nothing kill, d d destroys me more than repetition. But I'm also an extremely slow processor. Like, you have to explain things at a fucking snail's pace. Like, for most people, when it comes to, like, teaching me something or, ta or like, you know, talking to me and something, like, they just get so fucking annoyed because, like, like, you have to be doing it, like, so damn slowly because I am a fucking slow processor. Which is one of the reasons why I will never <laughs> do a debate because a debate requires you to be on your toes. I am not somebody who can do it. I am fucking slow processing. I used to be a lot worse. Um, in fact, actually gluten, um, I am actually gluten intolerant. And what gluten does to me is it actually makes my processing even slower. Like, I am not joking. Like, it would take, like, like, if you were to say, like, if I have just eaten a bunch of gluten and you were to talk to me, here's basically how it would go. You would say something to me and I'd sit there for, like, six seconds. Like, I'm not actually joking. Like, it was somewhere, like, between, like, four to six seconds. And I literally don't understand a damn word you say. Like, literally. You'll just speak to me in English, which is, you know, the only language I actually know, because my parents removed me from German lessons, which was the one foreign language I actually ever got good at, because, hey, we want you to learn Spanish, because Spanish is more prominent in America, and, like, I took six fucking years of it and didn't learn anything more than this fucking Taco Bell menu. Whoopie-doo. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, he'll speak English, and I genuinely won't understand a fucking word you say. Like, it's literally, like, gibberish. Like, I don't understand a fucking word you're saying. Like, five, six words, and also my processing kicks in. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, literally, like, you'll say, like, you know, um, hey, how you doing? I'll just stare at you blankly. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Do, 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 doing great. Like, I'm not joking you. That's literally how it was when I was a kid. Like, I like I genuinely... It, it, that's how my life was when I was eating gluten. And now I don't eat gluten all that much. I still eat it more than I should. But, like, even when I... And I have not, like, eaten gluten for, like, a week plus. Like, I like I will understand what you're saying. But, like, like it, there's no, like, you know even a second of delay for my processing to figure out what the hell you're saying. But yeah, I, I, I'm still, I'm still going to have to process it slowly. Like it's a slow, it's like, I am a very slow processor. It's like most of the jobs, you know, that I could get with my fucking resume being LGBT. Like I am openly trans. I do not have my name changed or anything like that. So, like, I have to interview and apply for everything under my old name, Nick, you know, uh, or Nicholas, I guess. It's technically a legal name, you know. And so, you know, I have to present as Nicholas, you know. And so, 
that, that's fun. So, like, I really have to make sure, especially, hey, are you trans-affirming? Because, like, there's no chance of me, because, like, there's no chance of me to just, like, slide on in there, you know? Like, I don't have the chance of playing stealth, because, you know, I literally have to go through the whole fucking hiring process as a guy. And very few companies are trans-accepting. And most of the ones that do, um... I physically cannot handle, or I am just too fucking slow at processing. Like, Starbucks. First off, I just hate fucking coffee. Like, coffee is the devil's brew. Like, oh my gosh. I hate everything about coffee. I hate the taste. I hate the look of it. I hate the smell. I hate coffee. Starbucks is like... It's like the fucking gold standard. Like, like every, anytime when you when when you mention like, hey, I'm trans, I'm, I and I don't have a job. Like everyone's like Starbucks, you know. But it's like I hate coffee. Um, and second, like it need like you are required to be like fast. Like you, you know, like you, you got to keep moving. You know, you got to be fast at the shit. And from what I understand, they expect you to figure out all the recipes and everything pretty darn quickly. Okay, yeah, no, 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 that doesn't work. I am not a fast person. It's going to be bad if you force me to do something quick. And that has been my biggest flaw at all my jobs. Like, every damn job I've ever had. Um, when I was working at the bookstore. When I uh, worked at Salvation Army. At the thrift stores. And then when I worked at the library. Shelving. Faye expected you to be pretty fucking fast. I am not a fast person. Like, you can force me to be fast, but guess what? My job is not going to be any good whatsoever. Like, I make some, I have made some some major fuck ups because I was being pressured into doing things fast. Like, oh my gosh, I like I can tell you, like my lifeway bosses, they could tell you some fucking nightmares. Like, there was one thing I fucked up on so badly that it literally took them more than a month to figure out how to fix the problem. Like, that's how fucking badly I fucked up at one thing. It just literally one sale because, well, I had to get the thing done quickly. Um, because I was, I, if I remember right, I was the only person on the clock at the time, and it was pretty damn busy, and it was a huge-ass order. And, you know, um, so yeah, I fucked up super badly. Literally took a month for him to get everything sorted out. Um, yeah, you know, at, uh, Salvation Army. Yeah, I, I definitely fucked up quite a few times on stuff. Um, in addition to my constant rule breaking, because that's another thing, um, I definitely break rules a lot. Um, I, I, I can or cannot. Okay, yeah, okay, I, I fucking did it. I I was constantly giving customers discounts and sales when I definitely was not supposed to, you know, giving like. Uh, and I often would kind of honor coupons when kind of it maybe were expired for a day or two. Like, I never went more than a day or two. Like, if thing was expired for a week, yeah, you know what, screw you. No, I did it once. I did it for one occasion when it was, like, this, this disabled old lady who could only come, could only go anywhere when, like, her kid picked her up. So that, that was the one time when I honored a coupon that was, like, a week plus old. Every other time, I was like, me, like, it's only been expired for two days. I'll, I'll do it. At Salvation Army, like, you weren't supposed to ever negotiate down a price. Like, there was no negotiation of prices. 
And, you know, and if you didn't have, and, like, there's alternate sites and they had sets of things, like, hey, like, there's 17 in this. Like, technically, it's like, you know, you have to buy all 17 or nothing. Yeah, I kind of I would break up the set a lot. Um... I, I, it was a constant rule breaker. I, I didn't give a fuck about the rules, especially at Salvation Army, once we got that bitch of a manager in named Paige. Fuck that girl. Um, I have no respect for her. Fuck her. Um, yeah, j- just a disgusting human being she was. Oh my gosh. Everything was my fault. End of assistant managers. Like, I remember one time I came to work. No, no, I had a day off. I had a fucking day off. Wasn't even in the store at any point. I was at home all day. Coming the next day, and I was blamed for something that happened on my day off. Like, oh my gosh, the bitch was horrible. Um, just so many things. That was not even the worst story. Like, believe me, there's so much worse. It would take forever for me to even go through that story. And it just, it just get me a ranting nightmare. But... So to be fair, most of my rule breaking there happened after she started managing. Cause like for me, it was just like, cause I used, I was, I was so eager to do any fuck yous as I possibly could, um, including buying stuff on the clock and selling things to employees on the clock, which was definitely not allowed. Uh, there came a point when me and several of our night shifters, we would just blatantly just buy stuff on the clock the security camera was right there, like, and she watched the security cameras, like, like, in, like she never did a night shift. I, I think she made it done it once ever. Like, she would go in and the very next day watch the rewatch the entire night shift on camera, and like we would just blatantly, just blatantly break the rules right in front of the cameras. Like, I mean, right in front of the cameras, just because we gave so few fucks about her. And, you know, the rules. Just because, like, it's like, fuck you, bitch. You, you fucking suck. But, yeah, you know, so, like, like at the library, they really got on my case. Because, like, they expected shelvers to be really quick. I was not. And so, like, I, uh, yeah, if so that, that, that went super poorly. And so it's just, like, pretty much all these jobs are expecting you to be, like, fucking quick. Um, and, you know, not so be good at being quick. You know, um, and, you know, I need to find a place that's transaccepting and a place I can physically handle. Yeah, that's basically nothing. <laughs> like, like, I was ha- like, why, God, did you have to make me born with all the fucking bad genes in the family? Like, I'm not joking. I got, like, all the bad genes in the family. Like, I, like, ever since I was a kid, like, I remember as a toddler, I could literally sprain an ankle, um, twist an ankle. I, like tear ligaments and tissues in my legs and knees just by just by walking just by walking I could do that that's how fragile I am as a toddler that even happened like I am not joking like I have so much like tissue and like ligaments that did not heal correctly but like it's actually kind of hard for me to completely, completely mobile today. And I'm 22. Like, getting up, oh my gosh. You would think I'm, like, 60 or older. Like, I am not even joking. Just because, like, I have that many, like, ligaments and tissues that did not heal correctly. Because of when I was young. Like, it's bad. Like, I have bad back, because you know, which I've always had because it runs in the family. You know, um, bad eyesight runs in the family. Um, 
just about everything. Like, I am not joking. Like, even as a kid, like, I just could not run around very much. Like, I had the fact that, you know, because I had surgery on my lungs and my esophagus, like, basically my, like, my lung, my esophagus, my lungs, my windpipe, when I was, like, a day old. So, like, I can't even really, it's hard for me to exercise anyway because of that. Like, if I add all these other things, like, yeah, this is bad. It's bad. Like, I have never been able to, um, like, I've never been, like, I've always had physical problems. Like, it's hard for me to actually be completely mobile. Even as a kid, it was hard for me to be mobile. And so, yeah, that's fun. Um, gotta find a job. I'm transcepting. But, yeah, like, all of them require you to be mobile. And, like, super fast. Like, this, yeah. I, I I really actually straight up like, like I am actually just straight up at a loss. Like, do I just like go for a job knowing that like I am just gonna fucking suck at it and I'm just gonna get every boss annoyed at me and possibly even coworkers? Uh, yeah, just because like I know it's gonna be transcepting. or like do I hope that on the very final day? Like, guy, like, puts in my place that one unicorn. Like, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, I, like, time is, like, out. I have to get something. Like, now. And honestly, I just don't know what to do. I really don't. <sighs> I don't know. I'm probably overthinking everything. And, and hard being is, so many of these jobs require, like, jobs that I could do require like all these fucking bullshit qualifications like for instance at goodwill there are several goodwills that are hiring e-commerce listers like your whole job is just going through donations finding stuff that could be sold online taking pictures of it i mean this putting descriptions online they want you to have like previous experience such as digital photography and e-commerce selling like what the fuck are you kidding me like, ugh. Like, I don't know. Part of me is just, like, apply for it anyway, knowing that I don't meet the fucking qualifications. Just because, like, it's a job. I, at least, I, I'm pretty, I, I could do it. Like, I've done photography. Like, it's not, not professionally, but, like, back in Toledo when I, like, I helped my dad. I did photography with my dad for the church and every one of its fucking social functions. You know, and I remember there was this one festival that was in Toledo for a few years. Who's my neighbor festival? Me and my dad took all the photos for that festival. So, yeah, none of it was professional. I was like, you know, kid. But, like, I die in photography. But, like, it's not going to ever show up on my resume. It's not like I have a portfolio or anything. And, like, I've never done, like, e-commerce selling. So, it's like... Knowing I have none of us on the thing, do I just hope ever desperate enough to give me a shot, or are we going to be like pretty fucking strong on it? If they want you to have a have a knack for antiques and know like antiques and be like pretty good of antiques and everything, it's like I'm definitely not. But it's like, you know, like how do you expect someone to get good, like be knowledgeable about antiques if you never give them the chance, like if you never like teach them and give them field experience doing it that's the problem like so many jobs that require experience but it's just like okay but how am i supposed to get experience if you won't let me get experience 
you know, especially now that, like, for the longest time, the workforce in America was pretty damn old. But after COVID, so many of the older people just staying home now. It's like, the, the workplace is getting quite, quite a bit younger. And so it's just like, at some point, you're just going to have to stop trying to require everybody to have experience with things to just say, fuck it, we're going to just take our chance with you. Like, at some point, you're going to have to do that. Like, I know I could do that good little job. It's like, I don't have the qualifications. So it's like, I just apply for it in hopes, you know, that that fail accept a tranny, you know, who is unproven and just give me a shot. Give this tranny a shot. I hope so. I definitely kind of hope so. <sighs> if I also know that Goodwill is also pretty metrics driven, and so like we're gonna definitely probably expect you to be pretty fast processor, so whatever the fuck, whatever, whatever. I don't even care. Um, but yeah, I, I like I just need something. I just need something at this point. Um, so yeah, enough bitching about that. Shall we get to the news? So, there's not a whole lot I want to talk about today. Um, honestly, like, two of the three articles have to do with one thing. Texas. So, you know, the last few weeks we've been talking about Arkansas and Tennessee for good reason. But Texas has been shockingly quiet. Well, we've not found out why, because they're saving up for the worst one of all. They, they, have just, they have just introduced the worst bill of it all. They have just, in one fell swoop just completely out horribled Arkansas and Tennessee. They have decided to bill, introduce a bill that is absolutely going to pass. I want to make it clear. This is going to pass. That will literally define parents of trans kids who consent to health care as child abusers. So if you set consent to with a health like consent to your kid being put on puberty blockers, you will literally be defined legally as a child abuser, and even possibly get jail time. And not even better, you will legally be considered as basically a pedophile. Not joking. You're going to be, you will be listed alongside people who create child porn, sexually abuse, somebody who sexually abuses children, gives illegal drugs to children, and those who facilitate child marriages, forced child marriages. Not a joke. So if you say, hey, I, my kid is trans, I, and I want to be a good parent and put them on puberty blockers, you will be... You could go to jail. This is just cruelty. This is tyranny. This is actual tyranny. Republicans who love... All you Republicans who love to bitch about tyranny. This is actual tyranny. Not not the Dr. Seuss Enterprises saying that we're not going to publish six books anymore. This is barbaric. This is... Cruelty for the sake of cruelty. Why the fuck? Like, what is a defense for this? I there's, I genuinely don't understand how on earth there's any defense for this. 
Like, I literally, like, even, like, just giving it the benefit of the doubt, I cannot think of a single fucking little argument for this. I don't, like, I, I, this is, this is just evil. I, And I actually don't know what to fucking say other than this is just cruel, evil, and and genuinely tyrannical. Not only do they want trans people to suffer, they want to punish parents for having trans kids. They want cis people to suffer just because... They were the parent of a trans child. Like, this is how, this is how, this is how fucking petty they are. If you are the parent of a trans child, they want to criminalize you as well. So not only do the trans people not exist, but this is, this is how much I hate trans people. I just, I just can't. I, I am sorry. Like, I am actually genuinely on the verge of tears right now. Like, I just can't imagine this. Like, it's just so cruel. Like, I don't know. Knowing the hatred that they have in their hearts, it just, and that they are so willing to allow other people to suffer just because trans people exist. It breaks my heart. And I was going to read off a few Twitter reactions. I don't even have to heart. I just don't have to heart to do it. Why? Why would you do this? Wait. Did we ever do to deserve this? What did we trans people ever do to you? Other than just exist. <laughs> just so wrong. And it was the saddest part of this all. They had to get a fucking fourth grader to, to put to shame these adults. I am not joking. So there was a fourth grader who went and spoke in front of the Texas Senate State Affairs Committee and had to stick up for herself. 
because the adults refused to stick up for her. A child, trans child, had to stick up for herself in the Texas State Senate because adults refused to do it. How fucking despicable and evil is this nation? When the adults are so are, are just so willing to harm our children. And the kids have to fight for themselves. Because no adult will. Is this where we are? Is this where we really are? I just... I can't. I... I'm sorry, like, I am just... I'm just at a loss for words right now. I know that Emmys are terrible podcast content, but, like... I'm I, I am literally just at loss for words at this moment. Like I, I I genuinely don't know what the fuck to say about this shit at the moment. Alright, let me try to find something here. Um There was actually I feel like there was a verse about this. I wanted I can't find the verse. Anyway. So yeah, maybe something in the next episode if I find a verse and think of this, um, we'll talk about it. But anyway, so what did this fourth grader say? So this is what the fourth grader said. Kai, her name is. She is a ten-year-old trans girl. She had to defend her own existence on the Texas Senate floor. Because of these laws that would label her mom as a child abuser. I do not like spending my free time asking adults to make good choices. Texas legislators have been attacking me since pre-K. I am in fourth grade now. God created us all in his own image. We went outside that creation by our own accord. Um... And suffer with some of the consequences of being outside as well since the garden. This is one another one of those issues that we find ourselves entangled in that, unfortunately. The damage is... I'm sorry, I completely, completely, completely... Okay, I am sorry. This article is so confusingly written. I thought this is what the girl was saying. No, 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 no. That was what the Texas, a bigoted Texas senator was saying. Okay, I am so sorry. This article, it, the article made me believe that this was what the girl said. Okay, here's what the girl said. Texas legislators have been taking me since pre-K. I am in fourth grade now. And then a bigoted Texas senator said, 
God created us all in his own image. We went outside that creation by our own accord and suffer with some outside of the consequences of being outside his will since the garden. This is another one of those issues that we find ourselves entangled in that, unfortunately, the damage is being, the damage is to our most precious, precious being our children, not our personal lineage, but all of God's children in the state, children in the state. So that's what a bigot said. Um, bigoted senator said. And so the trans girl responded to that by saying this, God made me, God loves me for who I am, and God does not make mistakes. I want to say to to say thank you to those of you who are sticking up for kids like me. By the time I'm in college, you will be celebrated by in the history books. Amen. And shame on you, Senator, for pretending that this is some great religious um problem and that God is against trans people. And also shame on you, um, article writers for making it look like that that's what the girl said. Like, seriously, why, why the fuck would you list her and then, then like, and then dive into the quote? Like, it was a two-sentence paragraph. And they, they listed the guy who said the quote in the first sentence and then listed the trans girl in the very next sentence and they immediately dove into the quote. That makes it look like that's what the girl was saying. That's what the video was saying. Come on, write, be a better writer. Come on. Come on, people. This is like writing 101. Anyway, so yeah. A girl had to sit there and had to tell these religious adults, God loves me. How horrible is that? But a fucking adult has to be told that Jesus loves people. A so-called Christian. How fucked up are we as a society? You know what? Anyway's going to cover another article. Um, I can't. I, I, I just can't and honestly do it. Um, I just... just... Having to talk about that just destroyed me, like... It's just evil. It's just plain evil. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break and have our final segment. So, yeah, we'll be back in about a half, minute and a half. Alrighty, we are back for the final segment. So, yeah, we're just, so we're going to just, I'm just going to kind of ramble on about some things that have been going on. Um, last few days, few few things I've kind of got been getting into, um, and then of course we'll end with a good news story, and believe me, this is a pretty darn good good news story. Like, this is a good good news story. You're 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 gonna want to hear it. So, um, anyway, before we get to that, so Corella is coming out next month. Um. I am super hyped for it. I, I like, and the reason for that is because like I love the story of 101 Dalmatians. It is genuinely one of my favorite stories ever. Um, it's also one of the very, very few sto- books that genuinely like impacted my life. Okay, I get, there are very few things that have truly impacted my life. Uh, you know, maybe the Bible. Um, 
I would say Jurassic Park, the novel. Um, Tron Legacy. Um, the Tick. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Outside of 101 Dalmatians. I love the story. Um, in fact, like, especially Cruella DeVille as a character, like, is, oh my gosh, that may be, it's, she is honestly one of my favorite characters ever, like, ever created by anything. Okay, like, the book, and especially the character Cruella DeVille, has had such an impact on my life that, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> She is why I love Pepper so much. Before I read that book, I never put Pepper on anything. Now, I put Pepper on a lot of things. Like, I don't go quite as crazy as Cruella DeVille. Like, I don't put Pepper on ice cream or anything. Like, I put Pepper on a lot. Like, I put Pepper on more than I do salt. And literally the whole reason is because of the book 101 Dalmatians and because of, you know, Cruella. Because for those who never read the book, Cruella DeVille loves Pepper. She literally puts Pepper on everything. And I mean literally everything. Like, And so, yeah, I never put Pepper on anything before that. And I am not joking. Because of that book, I started putting Pepper on things. Because of that book. I am not joking. That was literally the reason I did it. Because that book has Cruella DeVille, the character, and the book impacted me that much. Yeah. So yeah, I, I so yeah, you, you can see this is this is something that's really like near and dear to my heart. Like the whole one hundred and one Dalmatian thing, like and especially Crow and Phil. It's like it's like it's like I hope you kinda understand now why I am so hyped through for Corella. Like she genuinely is like the one character in any fiction thing ever that truly uh, like genuinely impacted my life. Like I, my life literally changed. Like I changed my life habits and stuff like that because of Cruella DeVille. Like, so like for me, this is like, I don't know. I like, I just, I just have an attachment to this like the funny thing is like I've not read the book since I was a kid and I've only made seen the movies like and like it's been so long since I've seen the movies but like I don't know it's it's like it's something that I like I, I love so much and it's just like I don't need to constantly be going back to it like like I don't know I feel like it's the things that you love the most like that you truly just like love are just so close to your heart that you just I don't know, like, you can go a fucking long time without, I'm talking years without, and you're good, you know, because you love it, you know, you don't need to constantly be diving into it, like, you're, like, but, like, whenever you do get into it, it's just like a treat, you know, it's like, you're just savoring every moment of it, like, The Tick, like, I don't watch The Tick all that often, whether it's the original animated show, whether it's the Patrick Warburton show, or even the Amazon Studio show, or, you know, the original comics. Like, I don't get into that stuff all that often. Like, whenever I do, it's just like, ah, it's just a treat. Like, I just love The Tick more than just about any media franchise. Easily my favorite superhero.
you know. I think the only tick thing I ever really look out often is my Pop Funko. Like, I am not a Pop Funko collector. But, like, I have a uh, Pop Funko of the Tick and of Tron on my bookshelf. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it, I'm kind of t- I, I'm kind of toying with the idea of making that my podcast artwork now. <laughs> Just so you can see what I'm talking about. But, like, I kind of want a few other Pop Funkos. Like, I don't know, did they ever make a Corolla DeVille one? If they did, like, I'd totally buy that. Um, I love a Casey Jones uh, Pop Funko. Because, like, I have room for me, like, five or six Pop Funko on there. Um, and then maybe, like, a Matt Murdock or Daredevil uh, Pop Funko. Because I love the Daredevil TV show. Um trying to think what would it like if I could have another one like I because it's like it's gonna be like five or six it's like if I could have a sixth one like what would it be probably either an arrow pop funko or a crash bandicoot pop funko like I don't know like I, I oh no master chief it's got to be master chief I need a master chief pop funko give me fucking master chief if I could have a sixth sixth I cannot pronounce my THs. Like, I, ever since I was a kid, I cannot pronounce my THs. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's so embarrassing. But anyway, yeah, you know, so like, may, I don't know. May, may, maybe I'll make my podcast artwork. Uh, my, uh, so you can kind of see that. Because, like, I'm proud of those fuckers. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Probably not. I probably, I don't know. I'm trying to think, what else would I make it? Maybe I'd make it Krill Deville? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, what was I originally talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 you know, never mind the fact I'm pre-recording these episodes, you know. Um, and you generally don't hear them until about two days after I record the shit, you know. Like, I'm recording this on the Tuesday the 13th, you know. Never mind that fact, you know. You know. But it's your guy's job to hold, keep me on track, you know. Sh- sh- shame, shame, shame on all of you. Sh- shame. Like, you know, I, I, you know I, I actually don't know how to describe it, you know, but anyway. I, I I look like a fool now. <laughs> I look like a fool now. But, 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 you know, as if I didn't look like a fool already. Anywho, let's actually get back on track now. Um, so, yeah, I love this thing. So, like, I hope you understand, like, just why, like, first off, you know, just the hype levels I have through Krala, you know. Like, like, it's something I don't go back to, like... I wonder when the stuff is just something I don't go back to very often, but like it's always near and dear to my heart. Like it's like it's one of something I just in, just inherently adore, and so like I finally decided to get in preparations for it. Rewatch all the movies. So on Sunday when I was at my parents, we watched the original animated One Hundred One Dalmatians. My God, I forgot how good that movie is. Sure, it's got a few problems, you know. I would say that. Um, it's a bit slow to start. Um, that scene where the two dogs, um, you know, after the, you know, after the dimensions get kidnapped, 
And like uh, there's the two dogs talking to each other. One of them is like telling the other one. It was like the colonel or something like that. And like the suffer dog like who are both kind of old uh, or something like that. Like to figure out what's going on. Um, that scene could probably have been shortened a bit. But like my god it's such a good movie. Oh, I love it. The music and the songs are amazing. Especially that Cruella song is fucking amazing. Love the music, especially that the song playing in the back, uh, the, the the song playing in the background when we're escaping on ice. Oh my gosh, I could listen to that like all the time. Like so good. Um, yeah, like oh my gosh, well animated for the time. Uh, just. Corella is just so like it's funny her silhouette when when she first shows up and and you see her silhouette for the door she looks like a Dr. Seuss character but when when you see her she's like the most stereotypical Disney villain ever like oh my gosh I just love it like oh oh my gosh I just love it I just love it I just love it so yeah uh you know I'll, I'll definitely leave a link to my review on it of it on from Letterboxd um in the description box, you know, in the episode description. I, I always say description box below because, like, I just always think of YouTube. Because, like, I do post these episodes to YouTube. Someday I'd love to do, like, a video, like, a video portion of, like, do a video thing for the podcast, you know, so I could post it on Pod TV and YouTube. Like, as it is, it's just, like, audio. And plus, because, like, I make mostly because I make videos for YouTube. It's, like, I always just say in the description box below. But if you go on podcast listening apps, you know, it's usually it's a swipe for it or something, you know. Um, but, yeah. So, I, 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 you know, it's not a description box below. But, yeah. I hope you, you understand why I say that. But, yeah, you know, I'll try to leave a description in the, thing, um, in the description and I hope, and I actually need to figure out why the fuck like, we don't give the hyperlinks on most podcasts. Stuff. Like some of them do, some of them like access to hyperlinks I put in, some of them don't. I I, I don't understand why. Like it's just weird. It's fucking weird. I'm trying to figure that out. But anyway, anyway. So yeah, you know, I I, I watch that again. I need a at some point I need to watch on um, 101 Dalmatians Part Two. 101 Dalmatians, live-action movie, and 102 Dalmatians, the live-action movie, you know, so I can't wait. Um, all in preparation for my beloved Cruella, my queen, you see. So yeah, super pumped for that. Just like, super fucking pumped. You know, like, I genuinely cannot think of a movie I am more pumped for this year. Um, honestly, like, I'm trying to think, like, what are some other movies from this year that I want to see? Let me actually look it up on Letterboxd. Um, what are... What do I have on my watch list that are coming out this year if I want to see? Uh, there's a few other ones I definitely interested in seeing. Uh, Sing 2, I am so pumped for that. Um, I actually thought the original Sing was pretty good. Uh, I don't think it was anything great, but I enjoyed it. Um, Adam's Family 2, oh my gosh. The original animated light, um, animated Adam Sandler from a few years back. So damn good. If you have not seen it, you need to. It is so good. Oh my gosh. Loved it. So I am so pumped for it. Adam's Family too. Dune. I loved the book. Love, love, love the book. One of my favorite books of all time. So like, I am so ready for the movie. Um, so she gets it's by, you know, the director of Arrival, which was so fantastic. Boss Baby. 
um, was the family business. Okay. Boss Baby was a good movie. I don't think it was great, but like it was a solid say, at least a six or seven out of ten. Like, okay, like Boss Baby was good. It was a pretty darn good film, much better than it should have been. So like I am de- I am definitely you know I definitely am going to be seeing Boss Baby Family Business. Um Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. I loved Jack Ryan universe, especially the Amazon Prime show, Jack Ryan, you know, and according to Andy movies, especially Hunt for October and A Clear and Present Danger. So like, I am definitely excited to see, especially because Michael B. Jordan is playing the main character. Um, let's see. And yeah, so those were the uh, movies coming out this year that I'm actually excited to see. So, anywho. Um, anything else? I think. Oh yeah, and also before we uh, move on, uh, before we get to the news, good news story. I forgot just how good Kung Fu Panda is. Like I watched it uh, for the second time last night in my life. I saw it a few years ago. I don't remember where or when. Like, and I remember being pretty darn impressed with him at the time. Like I actually straight up forgot just how good it is. Like I watched the uh, first Kung Fu Panda last night. So good. Oh my gosh. That was I, I love it. I, I I absolutely loved it. Um I might actually look into buying the Blu-ray now. Um originally I wasn't. If I were to buy it originally it probably would have been through Voodoo, but now it's like no, I, I gotta get the Blu-ray. I gotta get the Blu-ray of it. Like so good. So excited to get Kung Fu Panda 2 to watch Kung Fu Panda 2 again. I requested it at from my library, so should be coming in within the next few days, along with it, copies of Star Trek Enterprise Season 1, Star Trek Next Generation Season 3, and Deep Space, Star Trek Deep Space Nine Season 2. Um, tonight I'm planning on watching, the, I think it was the 1994 Little Women, because it's on Prime right now, and like I want to watch both that and the 2019 Little Women, you know, kind of compared to two, you know, so. And I uh, watched that again. I watched it years ago, like... Probably like 2013, maybe. So, so yeah, I, I'm definitely excited for that. So we're gonna, I'm gonna be watching that tonight. But I also plan to, at some point, probably even this next week, um, watch rewatch um, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. I remember really liking that at the time. And Soul. That's the other one. The new Pixar film, Soul. I have not seen it yet. I am not a Pixar fan. I want to make that clear. I actually think that Disney Pixar is like super fucking overrated. Like. Yeah, I'm I'm trying like the only one I truly love is like Finding Nemo and like Monsters University is good. Toy Story 2 is like good. Finding Dory was fine. Yeah, that's it. But the, 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 oh no, Up was good. Up was fucking amazing. Okay, I forgot about that one. I completely forgot about Up. But that, that is Pixar, right? Or is that just Disney? I don't remember. If it's Pixar, then that, that was fucking amazing. Oh, and Wally. How did I forget about Wally? That, that, that was that was actually really fucking good. But I say to that, like, they just suck. Like, I'm sorry. Monsters Incorporated, Toy Story three, Toy Story four. Uh, trying to think. Cars 2, 
garbage movies. Like, I, I, I really think, and different ones are just, like, forgettable. Like, the original Toy Story was actually pretty awful, from what I remember. But yeah, you know, like, I, like, I've never been a fan of Disney Pixar. DreamWorks, in my opinion, has always been the kings of animation, and it's not even close in my book. Prince of Egypt, um, all four Shrek movies. Yes, even Shrek the Third. I think Shrek the Third is criminally underrated. That is a damn good movie. Like, I genuinely don't know how under if anybody hates that movie. I thought it, if I'm being honest, I think it's the best Shrek movie. It is my favorite, absolutely. Hands down. Uh, I genuinely do not understand how on earth, where on earth the hatred for that movie comes from. And I've read a million one reviews for it. Like, I still don't get it. Just like the people who hate the Jim Carrey, How the Girls Stole Christmas. Like, how does anyone hate that movie? It's like a, such a fucking classic. Like, the Jim Carrey, How the Girls Stole Christmas is a genuine master. It's a literal masterpiece. How does anyone not like that movie? Like, I just assume, like, if you hate those movies, that you just have bad taste. Like, you're just a fucking fuddy-duddy who's who's trying to be an elitist. Like, you're trying to, like, see, see, I'm a better than everybody else. Just like the people who don't like Greatest Showman. Like, you're just, you're, you're just trying to be edgy. Like, that's the only thing they can come up with. Because, like, those, those movies are fucking amazing. Um, yeah, so... And so, yeah, you know, uh, Shrek, all four Shrek movies are amazing. Um, How to Train Your Dragon 1 and 3 are amazing. How to Train Your Dragon 2 was fucking garbage. Uh, Boss Baby was good. Um, trying to think off the top of my head, what were other DreamWorks films? I'm actually struggling to think of all the DreamWorks films off the top of my head. Probably that's to do with the fact I actually ate a whole bunch of glutenous today. Uh. Okay, not a whole bunch, but I, 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 I definitely ate a decent amount of gluten. Um, fuck. I'm actually struggling to think of other Pixar. <gasps> Rise of the Guardian. Holy fuck. How did I forget about Rise of the Guardian? Guardians. And Megamind. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. Like, no, like, hey, blow Disney Pixar out of the water. Like, just blow them out of the fucking water. It's not even close. Yeah, so, I am a DreamWorks fangirl, like, I just want to make that clear, you know. I just choose to try to pretend movies such as Shark Tale don't exist, and Flushed Away don't exist, you know. Those movies never were made, they don't exist. Anywho, probably should move on to the uh, good news story this week. So yeah, this is a real, oh shit. Almost completely turned off my recorder. That would have been bad. That would have been very bad. Anyway, let's get to this. So yeah, this is a very, very good news story. So this comes from Good News Network. The article is, New brain cancer immunotherapy shows promise in human trial. Most patients saw no tumor growth for three years. A landmark human trial testing a vaccine that's designed to help the immune system target brain tumors has shown promising results, and phase two of the trial is now being planned. According to a Nature article published by the researchers leading the trial, the vaccine was safe for all patients and showed a hope for immune response to cancerous tissue. Diffuse glioma, gl 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 gliomas? 
Diffuse gliomas are usually incurable brain tumors that spread into the brain and are difficult to remove completely by surgery. Chemotherapy and radiotherapy often only have a limited effect, too. In many cases, diffuse gliomas share a common feature. In more than 70% of the patients, the tumor cells have the same gene mutation. An identical error in the DNA causes a single specific protein building block to be exchanged in the IDH1 enzyme. This creates a novel protein structure known as the neoepitope, which can be recognized as foreign by the patient's immune system. Our idea was to support patients' immune system and to use a vaccine as a targeted way of alerting it to the tumor-specific neoepitope, explained study director Michael Platten, medical director of the Department of Neurology of University Medicine, Mannheim, and head division at the German Center Research Center. Holy fuck. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> Try to say that ten times fast. No, fuck it. Just say that two times fast. Holy fuck. Um, anyway, the IDH1 mutation is a particularly suitable candidate here, as it is highly specific to the gliomas and does not occur in healthy tissue. Moreover, the IDH1 mutation is responsible for the development of these gliomas. That means a vaccine against a mutated protein allows us to tackle the problem at the root, Platten added. Platten's team had already generated an artificial version of the segment of the IDH1 protein with the characteristic mutation several years ago. This mutation-specific peptide vaccine was able to halt the growth of the IDH1 mutated cancer cells in mice. In 2019, Platten was awarded a German Cancer Prize for this discovery. Encouraged by these results, Platten and a team of physicians decided to test the mutation-specific vaccine for the first time in a phase one study in patients newly diagnosed with IDH1-mutated glioma. A total of 33 pa- pa- the patients at several different centers in Germany were enrolled in the study. In addition to the standard treatment, they received a peptide vaccine produced by Heidelberg University Hospital and University of Tübingen. The immune response was able to be evaluated in 30 patients, according to a study published in Nature. The physicians did not observe any serious side effects in any of the patients who were vaccinated. In 93% of the patients, the immune system showed a specific response to the vaccine peptide and did so regardless of the patient's genetic background, which determines the immune system's important presentation molecules, the HLA proteins. In a large proportion of the vaccinated patients, the physicians observed pseudo-progression, swelling of the tumor caused by a host of invading immune cells. These patients had a particularly large number of T-helper cells in their blood with immune receptors that responded significantly to the vaccine peptide, as single-cell sequencing revealed. We are also able to demonstrate that the activated mutation-specific immune cells had invaded the brain tissue, tumor tissue, reported Teresa Buns, who coordinated the immunological analysis for these studies. The three-year survival rate after treatment was 84% in the fully vaccinated patients. In the 63% of patients, tumor growth had not progressed within this period. 
Among the patients whose immune system showed a specific response to the vaccines, a total of 82% had no tumor progression within a three-year period. We cannot draw any further conclusions about the vaccine efficacy from this early study without a control group, remarked Michael Platten. The safety and immunogenicity of the vaccine were so convincing that we continued to pursue the vaccine concept in the further phase one study. In this follow-on study, the researchers are combining the IDH1 vaccine with the checkpoint inhibitor immunotherapy. Checkpoint inhibitors act as immune boost. We believe there is a good chance that they can activate immune cells against the gliomas to an even greater extent. The researchers are also preparing a phase 2 study to examine for the first time ever IDH1 vaccine leads to better treatment results than the standard treatment alone. Gliomas are re-diagnosed around, in around 5,000 people in Germany every year, in which about um, 1,200 are diffuse gliomas with an IDH1 mutation. Up to now, we usually we have usually had a only limited success in halting tumor progression in these patients. We believe the IDH1 vaccine offers the potential for developing a treatment that can suppress these tumors more effectively and on a long-term basis. Comments is study co-director Wolfgang Wick, um, medical director of the Neurological Clinic of Heidelberg, the University and Hospital. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's promising news indeed, and we'll be sure to keep you updated about further developments stemming from these trials. So yeah, getting closer to defeating cancer. Always a good thing. Always, always good news. So yeah, a round of applause for the scientists. Anywho... So yeah, that's everything for this episode. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to email me. You can find my email in the description. AnnaHudok98 at ZohoMail.com, that is. But you can also find anything in the description. Send me a voicemail uh, that's going to be played on the podcast. You can find a link in the description. And of course, if you enjoy my content, support my content on Patreon, Cash App, Venmo, and, pa- and Patreon. Every single damn dollar will be going back to, well, making better content, you know, especially... Trying to save up for a computer at the moment, so I'm not doing everything off this phone, so it, the, everything can have a better production value. And yeah, so yeah, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. You know, if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe, and uh, comment. You know, and if you are listening via podcast platform, please leave a review. Um, it definitely helps. And so yeah, uh, have a wonderful day, everyone. Peace.